Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Clarence Court is home to Britain's widest collection of free-range eggs since 1928. Our traditional heritage birds produce a distinctively rich and iconic yolk that takes home cooking from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Loved by chefs and favoured by foodies, each shell is stamped with its own royal crown. It's time for you to discover the wonderful world of fabulous eggs by fabulous birds. Clarence Court. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello, welcome to Dish. I'm Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartner. Oh, hi, Angela Hartner. Lovely to meet you. And together we are Nick and Angela (laughs) Hartner. You didn't do that very well. I was wiping my glasses. Right. Anyway, welcome to Dish. Today, Phil Wang joins us for a delicious meal, no doubt. What are we having today? I love this. Angela has done what I dream of doing in my kitchen when it comes. Don't you do that? Which is putting all the ingredients in bowls like a food programme. And then you watch that Sunday brunch. I think I'm like Delia, you see. Yeah, do you do this at home? No. Nah, do it. So we're going to do a lovely stir fry of beef, broccoli, spring onions, delicious mushrooms, a little bit of soy sauce, and yeah, that's it. Garlic and ginger. So you need it all because it's all quick when you cook with the wok. So in, out, in, out. That's how we're doing it. And Phil is going to join us in a minute. Is this the thing that if we were making this at home, you'd wait till your guest is ready and sat? No prep. The prep is there. The meat sliced, the broccoli's blanched, spring onions, mushrooms, ginger, garlic, all ready. So the rest is, we're cooking it here for him. Straight away. Straight away. You're looking at me like, I can't cook it straight no, away. No, no, I'm not. I was just like, I like this. It feels like, like, I like the urgency of it. Marvellous. So let's like get it. I when they in. do cooking on like this morning. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's like, like, boom, <laughs> it's done. Days away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thanks that, that sort of thing. Right. Let's do it then. So today we welcome a man who knows what he likes when it comes to food. He hates cooked salmon, he loves tea, and reckons fried chicken is like sex. (laughs) Intrigued to know more, ladies and gentlemen, it's Phil Wang, everybody! Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Did I say that about fried chicken? Uh, apparently so. That's what like the sex. Google says. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So yeah. you're denying it or saying no or tell us more? Well, for I kind of can't imagine what I could have possibly meant. Yeah. You can get, it's crispy. Yeah, it can leave a stain. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, probably also that's just really good. It says here in your food talking points research, Phil, he loves fried chicken. He said that fried chicken is like sex because feels good in the moment, but it's depressing afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's true. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, you know what you it's do like. It. Yeah, you yeah. have a fried chicken and you're lying in your bed having a cigarette. And you're going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was unwise. <laughs> do you know what though? You did suggest I go somewhere, and it was the best fried chicken, and it was the best I'd ever had. Where was that? Where did it I was, suggest you? You told me to go to Smoking Goat. Oh yeah, a restaurant yeah, yeah. in London, and I'd never been, and I always saw it, and it was one of them places that I thought, that's new, I'll try it. And then when I checked, it's been open eight years. And I was like, oh, that's still new. And I went, and the fried chicken there. They, they do the fried chicken wings, yeah. Oh, it was, me and Mish talk about it, just randomly. We'll be yeah. like, Remember that fried chicken? 
It's just the best. You can't, you can't do better. You mm. cannot do better than fried Wait, do you have chicken. the best fried yeah, chicken? Yeah, where's your favorite? Um, my friend, the chef Judy Jew. Right. She, yeah. she has a place called Soul Bird. Yeah. Which she does like Korean fried chicken yeah. sandwiches. And oh, they're super, she? they're so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You need to try delicious. that. A fried yeah. chicken in a sandwich really works. Oh, it's so great. Korean got, fried chicken, I think, yeah. is the yeah. best, Cause I have it, to say. Because they put all these spicy sauces yeah. on top. Mm. It's so good. Mm. It yeah. is. I'm a real spice fiend as well. So if you can combine fried chicken with spiciness, you Doesn't love really it. You love it. Yeah, that is sex. And you that rate is. everywhere you go. For a couple of years, I started rating East Asian restaurants in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Fringe. And then right. I did it at Melbourne at the festival there. And then New Zealand at the festival there. And I called the, my awards the Slurpees. Okay. For like best East Asian. And mm. I'd, I'd rank them in emoji bowls out of five. And each year when the Edinburgh Comedy Award announcements were made, I would in parallel announce my awards for the best. <laughs> <laughs> East Asian restaurants and then when the winners were announced I'd announce my winner <laughs> so I saw set up an, a, a rival award at the Edinburgh Fringe Fantastic. and yeah. um, the last restaurant to win it which is a place called Macau Kitchen in Edinburgh right. won 2019 just before the pandemic they just started out and I just tweeted the winner this year is Macau Kitchen because it's this Macanese Portuguese yeah. kind of fusion food is really delicious and they printed out a picture of me with my tweet and they framed it on the wall oh. and it's a winner of the 2019 <laughs> Phil Wang Noodle Award. Oh. And, uh, Fantastic. And it's still up there. They, yeah. they, they have since won a lot more other real yeah. awards but my one is still... Prominent. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Angela, you might win Forget the Michelin star, the MBE, the OBE. You might get... You might get a Slurpee. I might get a Slurpee, yeah. I'm here's hoping, here's hoping. Fingers crossed for a Slurpee. we're doing it. I know, I can't wait. How do you feel about... I feel pressured, actually. You know when you pass the restaurant and it's got, like, them stickers in and it'll be, like, a timeout sticker and it'll be, like, restaurant of the year or whatever or, like, a rosette sticker or something like that. And it's, like, 2001. I'm like... You should yeah. scrape that off. You should, yeah. It's got to be relevant. years ago. I'm with it's a you different there. world, yeah. yeah. It's a different time, guys. <laughs> yeah. They different have them all the restaurants near me. So it's like, best restaurant, 1998. I'm Along like, with the hygiene award as well. It's yeah. always the five stars hygiene award. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah. yeah. I, I come from Malaysia where, you know, hygiene is very much a last thought when it comes to food. And if anything, the cleaner the place, the worse the food. So <laughs> if I see an A rating and a hygiene award, I probably like, go like, nah, nah, nah. nah. It's not going <laughs> to no. taste good. I need to fear for my own health. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper restaurant to me. Yeah, yum. You were born here and then lived in Malaysia till a teenager, right? Well, I was born in Stoke-on-Trent, which uh. is where my mum's from, but we, I was there for all of three weeks and we flew back to Malaysia where my dad's from. Right. And I grew up in Borneo. So I was there until I was 16 years old and then moved, quote unquote, back to the UK mm. when I was 16. And how was the move back in terms of food? Do you remember the culinary differences between Malaysia and the UK? Yeah, it's different. It's definitely it's different. different. Yeah. Yes. I feel like food in Malaysia is what booze is here. Malaysians <laughs> eat the way Brits go to the pub. Right. It's a social thing. So like coffee shops, hawker centers, they're open in Malaysia. Some of them open all night, they're yeah. open late. And you, that's where you go to socialize in the way that you go for a pint here. Yeah. And so that's the amount of energy and passion that goes into food in Malaysia. Every meal is like hot and tasty and spicy and delicious. Whereas in the UK, I found that meals could be a little more functional. Mm. They're about <laughs> getting you yeah, They're getting you through survive, the afternoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even if it is cooked, if it's not just a cold sandwich. You know, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. Lunch is the most wasted meal in this country, I feel yeah. like. It's my favorite meal of the day, lunch, but here it's cold. Oh, favorite, it's just, I think yeah. lunch is my favorite. Right. In like a working regular day lunch, because I like a lunch on like a Saturday. When, when it's you've a got long time lunch, yeah. for like a long boozy lunch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But in the week, 
maybe it is the most neglected meal of the day. I think it's got so much potential. It does. Yeah. But it's also very important because it can ruin your afternoon. Yeah. A long lunch can turn into an early night. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. the danger of it all, yeah. <laughs> but can you do lunch and dinner? Because I struggle with that now. I can, do, I can do a long lunch, but then that's it. Done. I can't eat anymore. Oh, really? Well, that's but, good. Uh, I, I mean, wish a long I lunch like... is like a one till five, six-ish. You know, okay, that's, that's like a Sunday. Okay, that's a long lunch. <laughs> That's a bender, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> what are describing is a bender. <laughs> We've gone for a beer. We get all our recipes, obviously, off the Waitrose website. And if you want to go and check them out, you, Phil, or anyone listening, waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. And then Waitrose, like, pair the meal with a wine. Mm-hmm. And their pairing was a beer. For this one, for this meal. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. As a parent, because it, it shows it's a real show of confidence. I find, isn't it, to pair a meal with a beer? That's so confident, and a lot of the time it is the best pairing, especially if it's East Asian food. Yeah. I, I'm a big wine fan, but I do find it hard pairing wine with East Asian food because East Asian food has so much flavour mm-hmm. and so many flavour profiles going out at once. If you have something that itself has many flavour profiles, they can kind of clash and it mm-hmm. go a little yeah, bit yeah. lost. So, like, that's what's nice about a lager. It's just it's very crisp and very refreshing. Well, cheers, Phil. We're just going to sample the pairing, Angela. Yes, yes, Just yes. to make sure it's right. We oh, just yeah, want to make sure. You. You know, just check. I'm getting notes of beer. You're getting notes mm. of beer? Yeah, a lot of nice. notes. Yeah. Yeah. We're Lovely. pleased about that. Yeah. I'm getting bubbles. Mm. Also, I will say these glasses, quite a thin-rimmed glass with a heavy yes. bottom, makes it feel like, I don't know, a beer in the day. I love a heavy bottom and a thin rim. It's... <laughs> It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> so we enjoy a beer. What about beer. food, Phil? Is there a go-to thing that you love to cook? If we came around to yours, what would you be like? I'll just knock that out. Probably a stir fry with some vegetables. And I'm currently just into like steamed rice. I've got a rice cooker like any good Asian boy. I've got a rice cooker and my fresh rice and... Uh, and some stir-fried veg with maybe some oyster sauce, some toppings, and spring onions, and, all. and then just a fried egg on top I with some soy egg. and a bit of chili. Oh, you can't go wrong. You can't go Another wrong. thing I really love making is the Szechuan egg and tomato dish, where you it's Szechuan peppers, garlic, Shaoxing rice wine, Chinese vinegar, spring onions, and um, you, you sort of stew tomatoes. Bit of ketchup, you take that out, then you scramble an egg and throw the whole tomato mix back in. Ooh. And then you have that on top of rice with the uh, chili oil. The Chinese oh, chili oil. Yum. Oh, yeah. It's Dang just like pure comfort food. Ooh. It's delicious. I love whacking an egg on anything. Oh, eggs are the best. So do you think I need a rice cooker, Phil? I w- well, do you, do you eat rice? <laughs> I do eat rice. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, quite yeah. rubbish at cooking rice. Well, you've yeah, come to the right place. A rice cooker takes all of that inconvenience <laughs> mm-hmm. out of your hands, Nick. Try the it, new Phil Wang rice cooker. It's got the levels of water, tells you how much water to put in. Oh. How much rice you put in, and it cooks it perfectly. So you're not going to burn it. You can just pop it in there, turn it on, and forget about it, uh-huh. and go and focus on the rest of the food you're making. And then the rice is. It goes ping, and it's perfect, perfect and it's done. Yeah. Do you have a rice cooker, Angela? No, I don't. You cook in the saucepan. If I'm honest, I don't really cook a lot of rice. Well, you would if you got yourself a rice cooker. Try I mean, rice cooker. we have these neighbours, and we broke their rice cooker. We, we sort broke of it. have a lot. Well, they're great neighbours. They're wonderful. They give us the keys to their house and everything. And we've managed. We borrowed their hoover once because our hoover was broken. Oh, okay. Then I said, OK, I'll take our broken hoover to the dump. I threw theirs away by mistake. 
We've had their rice cooker. Neil broke the rice cooker. I mean, every That's time really I touch funny. something, so I'm sort of, you know, so it's literally, like, it's like anything. My mum went there, stayed the night. They've got a lovely cream carpet, red toothpaste, you know, like... Oh. I mean, Karen's ready to kill me, so wow. um, I will do it. I need to have my own rice cooker. How do you break a rice cooker? I don't know, but, you know, whether we left it on overnight, you can leave it on for a long time, can't you? Yeah, they're meant to be left on warm. Right, like warm okay. rice. Maybe but he went a bit mad. Maybe he was cooking all night. Out of all the people that you could lend kitchen equipment to, you'd think two professional chefs next door. <laughs> you'd be yeah. like, well, give it Neil and Angela. They'll respect right, this. They'll respect it. just it. happens, you know, we're all right. right. Are you hungry, by the way, Phil? I'm always hungry. OK, good. Correct answer. <laughs> that smells really good. It smells oh, good. really good. Okay. And the, the tossing's been brilliant. The tossing. Is it, are you supposed to do that with a wok, though, or am I just being a bit... No, absolutely. Yeah? OK, because I yeah. sort of think sometimes you're taking it off the heat when you toss it around, but... Well, it's, it's about coating everything, yeah, right? Yeah, that's and, and the key, isn't it? Yeah. And... Okay, Ugh. right. Turn away, you're putting me off, you two staring. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Have your beard. Just thought we'd have a little look and see what Just like to um, clean up my mess here. There we now, go. Now, before the food arrives, Phil, we there should we actually go. talk about... Oh, oh too, too late. Too late. Too late. Oh, well, here. that's a wrap. Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Yes. Come on, Ange. This is beautiful. Marvelous. So, Angela, what do we have here for Phil? We have beef and broccoli noodles. Superb. I'm not Super. sure it's the most authentic. It's almost a beef for fun because you've gone for the flat rice noodles or there's a smaller flat rice noodle, right? Are they the good ones to go for? Well, the beef for fun is a classic, classic one. The whole fun is the really wide flat right, rice okay, noodle. Yeah. Right, OK, yeah. All right, because there was some debate about the noodles, you see, mm. so I'm glad you approve. I oh, know, mm. it's great. The trouble is, I don't know enough about sort of stir fries to know whether I'm doing it absolutely right. But as long as it tastes good, I'm watching Phil now. He's, mm -hmm. he's taking this very seriously. He is. Mm -hmm. Very serious, Phil. Mm. That beef is so He's saying tender. all the right noises. That's mm -hmm. good. And what sauces have you put on this? I've put a little bit of soy, tiny bit of sesame, and I've got mm. shoshong rice vinegar. Is that Shaoxing? how you Shaoxing, yeah, mm. rice vinegar. So how did you go from doing... A degree in Cambridge, which you were studying what, engineering? Engineering, yeah. Engineering. To stand-up comedy, Edinburgh, <laughs> you well, know, I, restaurant I just... critic, stroke, <laughs> you know. I, and I've sort of discovered stand-up in my teens. I just saw a few YouTube videos and I thought, this is amazing, I want to try this. And you I'm... did it at college? You did it at Cambridge? Yeah I, don't, yeah. yeah, I did it at Cambridge. So if I hit the ground running, I just started straight away. Yeah. And so those are the two things I did, my engineering degree and comedy. Yeah. And comedy eventually overtook the engineering degree. I won two student comedy competitions. Right. For two years straight, I was the funniest student in the UK. Yes. You could, yes. If Come you're on, thinking, no, I had very funny friends in 2010, 2011, I'm afraid you're wrong. Because they couldn't hold a torch to the, <laughs> the gags, the gags I was slinging. And so that kind of got me a foot in the door. And, um, and when I graduated, I did a bit of tutoring in maths and physics, but I, I was yeah. able to go straight into comedy. So. And what was your break, though? I feel like in our current media environment, no one really has a single break anymore. Right. It's all a, small, a series of small breaks that kind yeah. of get you up there. And yeah. So I guess the first step along that path was winning these student competitions, yeah. which you know, got me some industry attention. And then did the Edinburgh Fringe. And then um, I got on shows like Live with Apollo, have I got his view. Yeah. And Taskmaster was a really big Right. And what do mum and dad think? They must have been saying, oh, he's got into Cambridge. Do engineering. engineering at Cambridge. <laughs> and then, actually, mum, now I'm going to take the piss out of you on stage. <laughs> How does she feel about that? Well, when I got on Have I Got News For You was the was when my mother finally stopped 
suggesting I get an MBA. Right. So the, I, I, before that point, it's like, oh, how's comedy going? Oh, that's wonderful, dear. Have you thought about doing an MBA? Um, <laughs> have you thought about getting a business? It's just, you know, just in case. And only, it's only when I go and have a good news for you that she finally she went, okay, you, yeah. you don't have to know. And they come to your shows and stuff? They have done. They have done yeah. in the past, yeah. I don't love them coming to my shows. <laughs> right. Because my mother has found things about my life through my stand-up that I would never tell her in person. Yeah, okay. Personal things to do with fried chicken. Right, and, yeah, uh, got it. Got it, understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How was it for you at the beginning? Did you find it terrifying or were you just like, yeah, I can do this? At the beginning, because I started in my late teens and the world was just a universe of possibilities and anything was possible. Mm. You could be anyone, you could do anything. I was just carried through all the nerves with this just excitement yeah. and mm. the thrill of it. And this feeling of um, of anything being so possible, and and I think at that age you're too young and stupid to understand the risks mm-hmm. involved, and you feel a little invulnerable, you know. Yeah. And so I think that drove me through it. And it's only in my later years I kind of went, "This is actually quite a mad thing to do." Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I find it more intimidating to try and be funny, like just at the pub or yeah. a group of people. I find that much harder. Do if, people expect that? Do you think? If they don't know me, yeah. If people know me, they know not to expect me to be funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I bet people are like, oh, we're gonna go and hang out with my friend Phil, and they'll be like, who's Phil? And be like, Phil Wang. Like, oh my god, he's funny. Sometimes. So do they expect that? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. People meet me for the first time, they're kind of like, huh, huh? They're kind of <laughs> yeah. expecting me. Do you skit? Come yeah. on, let's do yeah. the thing. You know that moment in The Simpsons where Bart becomes famous, and everyone's yeah. like, do the line. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, the line. yeah. That kind of feels like that sometimes. But I find that more intimidating to try and be funny just in, yeah, in a social yeah, situation. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. there, there aren't rules. There aren't, there's no rule about who should be speaking at what point. Yeah. It's such an art form, isn't it? It is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it feels more like a blag than an art form a lot of time, <laughs> I have to say. When you were growing up, Phil, was there anyone that you really idolised? French and Saunders. French and yeah. Saunders yeah. was something that I was, I was really quite obsessed with. Yeah. I loved French and Saunders. And I thought it was so cool that um, two women could be so silly and gross and yeah. and out there and mad. I, I just, I am. So French and Saunders will always have a very special place mm-hmm. for me. I remember French and Saunders, like it was the thing me and my mum had watched. And like mm-hmm. me and my mum always used to love it and watch it and absolutely fabulous as well. Yeah. And then years later, I was hosting this award ceremony. And there was all different people there. My mum came and Jennifer Saunders was there. And I saw her and I'd never met her. And as I was like going to the stage, I was like, oh, hi. And she went, are you hosting? <laughs> and I went, yeah. And she went, better be funny. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, ha, ha. And I was like, is it a joke? Or yeah. it's like, yeah. I mean, it was a joke. But then I was like, oh, God. And it yeah. she was, she Oh, my God. That. It just was in there. like. Better be funny. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah, because she's got the 80s punk yeah, thing yeah. still. She's a total sister. Uh, yeah. and like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just wanted to know what cut of beef this is. Oh, yeah, go on. Sirloin. That's why it's so nice. Mm. So tender. How many bowls would you give it? Oh, this has to get. <laughs> It's a five balls out of five. Oh, it's too kind, to, Phil. I have to. Oh I'll take that. I'll take that. And I don't say that because I'm trapped in this room with you. No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Not, not at all. Not because yeah. the doors are locked or anything. Yeah. Phil, I feel like you have your fingers in many comedy pies. Thank you. In like podcasts and Netflix special and book and Radio 4, panel shows. Do you have a favourite? Is there anything that you particularly like, oh, that's going to be a good day? What's nice about doing the, lots of different things is once you get sick of one thing, you've got, yeah. you can try to do something else for a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I can pick an exact favourite, but there's no rush like doing live comedy. Yeah. You know, I've done comedy on TV, I've written a book, I've done my podcast, and 
and they're all great, but it's that rush of life comedy that got me addicted to the whole thing mm. in the first place. And yeah. it's the only thing in my life I've never got bored of. That yeah. and noodles are the only thing in my life I've never <laughs> got bored of. And so the, this addictive sort of adrenaline rush of being yeah. on stage and trying out a new joke and finding out the new joke works. Yeah, there's nothing that beats That's that. That's the one. That's, That's the, the thing. one. Yeah. Because panel shows. Have I, you done them? Yeah, and I ate being on them because you're on with comedians. <laughs> so you're like, oh, not funny. <laughs> so they're always up because sometimes comedians get a bit competitive. Yeah. We yeah. hate being on them because we're on with DJs. So that's very interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting that you say that. <laughs> You know, this is a waste of time. <laughs> this guy. But do you, do you ever feel it gets competitive? Because I've watched it with certain comedians and then they're like fighting to be like the, the funnier one. Yeah. yeah, well, different panel shows have different levels of competitiveness depending yeah. on how many other comedians are on and yeah. how the show is run. And so you're all trying to get your joke onto the edit. Yeah. And there are only so many opportunities. Especially yeah. if, if you've got a joke on a topic and you feel that the topic is about to be moved on from, yeah. that's when people really start clamoring. Because I've, I've been in many situations where I've been on the panel show and um, I've got a cracking joke yeah. about the economy. I don't know. Yeah. And then the, the host will go, all right, we're well, moving on. I'll go, oh, no. And, and, <laughs> and you can't go, let's just, you can't be talking about no, puppies yeah. 40 minutes later and go, can I just bring everyone back to the economy? Because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've got this crack line about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What I do know now, though, and this is pertinent to this, is that I mustn't eat before. Right. I, my worst ever panel show appearance yeah. was on Would I Lie to You? Yeah. And I... I like Would I Lie to You. Well, I think that's a great show. It's a good show. It's very popular. And it's a yeah. real shame to do badly on it. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And I basically didn't say a word because just beforehand... I'd had the biggest fried rice of my life. Right, I, okay. Because when you get to the studio, someone will come and very kindly say, what do you want to eat? Well, we've got Portuguese yeah. high street chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Japanese Asian fusion high street yeah, chain. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say these names. Yeah. Anyway, I had a big Wango Mama's fried rice. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, got, I, I got so excited because this was early on, you know. I was like, yeah. wow, I have, can I have anything? So I was like, yeah. I had a fried rice with a oh, miso soup and don't some gyoza. On the week side. after this yeah. exactly and i just loaded up yeah and they're like all right phil we're starting now and i my all the blood in my brain had gone down yeah. to my stomach yeah i was i was dehydrated from the salt and the soy <laughs> so my mouth was just yeah and i couldn't think because my brain was dehydrated yeah and so i just sat there struggling drinking water for like two hours i was on with lee mac who's hard enough to keep up with yeah, yeah. when you aren't dying of dehydration. Yeah. Mm. He was probably just uh, kept looking at you like, hello, are you going to get involved? <laughs> yeah, so it was a disaster. Yeah. And so now I will have a salad yeah. before. I, I won't even let them show me the menu. I'm like, don't, salad. please, just salad. Salad. Go to the cafeteria and give me the worst food you have yeah. in the building because I cannot. Have you been allowed to redeem yourself? On would I lie to you? Yeah. No. Oh. And I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame him at all. You did that once, didn't you? I did do it. And do you know what? I was rubbish on it as well. Because what, did, what, did you eat? what did you eat? Yeah, it was. No, I didn't eat. It was because I was doing the breakfast show at the time. So I'd like get up at five and then they'd start filming that at like seven. Yeah. So you're just like... I need to get yeah. tired. <laughs> so they'd be like, tell us a story. And be like, a woman did a something. And you're just so tired. So I was a bit rubbish. And then comedians are all like fired up and they sort of come alive yeah, at night yeah, time. Yeah, 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 we've only just woken up. They've yeah. only just woken up. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I was like, I've been awake for like 14 hours. So I was yeah, quite rubbish yeah, on it. Give yeah. me a break. 
I wanted to speak to you about Amy Schumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I met Amy Schumer a few years ago. She saw um, uh, a little set I did on Netflix and she liked it and she got in touch with me and we've been friends ever since and she's been very supportive and, and kind to me. And she asked me to be in her show on Hulu. Here it's on Disney+. Plus. It's called Life and Beth. And so I'm in two episodes of that. And how was the DM? I was meditating in the morning and I saw that I had a missed call and I listened to it and it said, it was all garbled. It said, hey, this is Amy. And I, thought, I couldn't make out who that was. And I texted the number saying, hi, um, sorry, Amy. I, I, I couldn't quite make that out. Uh, who is this? And she replied saying, this is Amy Schumer. I saw, <laughs> I saw your set and really liked it. She come hang out. And so that's how we got to know each other. And then she found out she was going to host the, the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And she asked around a bunch of comedian friends if they had any jokes. To offer. Yeah. And so I wrote a, a, a few. And she used my one. I wrote one that was about the Will Smith movie, a King Richard, which is yeah. about the, um, the father of the Williams sisters and yeah. how he trained them to become mm. the tennis superstars that they are. And the joke I wrote was, isn't it amazing? After years of Hollywood ignoring women's stories, this year we finally got a movie about the incredible Williams sisters' dad. <laughs> and, and 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 she told that joke fortunately before the slap right yeah (laughs) so she did that joke and it cuts to um, will smith and he's laughing yeah and that was you know you have some surreal moments in this career but watching will smith laugh at the oscars to my joke was weird that was weird weird. that was really surreal (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) that is really good yeah it was very cool very very cool and very surreal you were on Great British Menu. Again, I've not been invited back. I was yeah. too... Was that was, for when they did the comedy thing? Was that... What was that they, one? They had a few what? episodes where a guest judge was a comedian. Right, okay, right. Um, and um, Ed Gamble was one of the guests that series, and he yeah. is now a regular. So I yeah. think that reflects how we each did <laughs> uh, and how popular each of us were among the chefs. And I just went into full Asian parent mode. So the, these dishes come, and if I thought... It was a good idea, but it didn't work. You know, if something doesn't work, it has to be less than 50% mark yeah. on, on the exam. So I'd go like under f- five, which no one has ever done. Yeah. Like on the show, if they don't like it, you give a six. Right. Six yeah, is yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. I was going like Like three. on Strictly. Bearing in mind, these guys had already won their heats to get through to cook at the final for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're giving them, so people like me had obviously given them sevens and eights. In right, your yeah. <laughs> That is priceless. Yeah, career's falling off the wayside. Oh god! I love that. As a gift to you both, to say thank you for having me on your wonderful podcast, I brought you a jar of kaya. Kaya is um, the sweet Malaysian spread. Sweet, sweet, yeah. So it's made of coconut and flavored with pandan. You know pandan leaf. Pandan is this. um, it's um, a Malaysian green leaf and you juice it and it's this very kind of cakey kind of fragrant. It's really it's one of my favorite flavors. Right, mm. okay. Well, but it's very mild in this one. It's quite mild, a bit of pandan in this. I didn't want to overwhelm you. And is this a big brand? Looking at that picture, no, so this is, is that? Madam Chang's Kaya. Okay. And there's um, a lady I know called Amy. She lives in London and she makes this herself. Wow. And um, she sells it off her website. So what do we got here? We've got a bit of toast. Yeah, so the traditional thing is a bit of toast, a lot of real thick layer of butter. Right. And you 
Oh, looks bit, like toffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a bit caramelly. Oh, yeah. wow. And just spread it on and top. And when is this best enjoyed, Phil? Like just snacky, breakfasty, dessert? It's many a breakfast thing, so. Anytime. The traditional thing is to have it with a very runny egg. Oh, that's, wow. And some pepper. But that's a very, now that that's a deep cut in Malaysia. So you food. would spread that on there, have a runny egg, like fried egg, pepper, and dip into it's it. It's actually like a um, very runny boiled egg. So really, really soft boiled okay. egg. And you crack it in and you mix it with soy and... Oh, that sounds good. Ooh, I like really the sound It's giving of a that. sort of marmite texture. Yes, yeah. it looks a bit marmitey. A little bit marmitey. Mmm. It's kind of subtle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, go for it neat. Try it all. Okay. Yeah, yum. Yeah. It's, it's mm. got a lot of egg as well, so it's kind of like um, a curd. It looks like it's a lot sweeter than it is. Mm. Uh-huh. I like that, actually. Mm. Yes. I'm going to have to have another slice. Oh, please. Mm. I'm so glad. I'm gonna take and a... you need the butter, salted butter. You need mm-hmm. the salted butter. I'm taking a little bit of the butter off because I know you said thick butter, but that's like how my dad used to have butter, like so thick it'd squirt out of his teeth. <laughs> and I'd be like, that is... But you should do it in honour of your dad. He no. was a Phil. Yeah. Pete. Pete, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He was a fill. I was like, oh god, I wasn't concentrating last night. Mm. That's a great present. I like the fact you would bring that to yeah, and also you'd buy that for people. That's a great present. It's a good little present. Yeah, Yeah. it's really cool. I've got like a bunch of jars with different flavors. One of which is durian. Have you ever had durian? Durian is called the king of fruits in Southeast Asia, and it's very spiky. Really ugly fruit. Really ugly. It's really stinky. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't stand that. Yeah, (laughs) it's an acquired taste. I think partly the smell. The smell is very overpowering. What's the smell? Eggy. Eggy, a bit sulfurous. The 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 way that's often described. And this is described by people who like it, yeah. is an onion custard. Yeah. So it's like, if you can imagine onion custard, that's the flesh, it's a kind of mm. creamy, kind of melty, custardy yeah. kind of flesh. Yeah. But it was also made of onions. Yeah, okay, it wow. was very strong. Yeah, I'm really trying to go there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. You're not convinced, you see. We need to talk about your tour, mainly because it has one of the best tour names that we've heard in recent year. Oh, yeah. Um, Wang in there, baby. Wang in there, baby, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. So tell us about the tour. When does that all kick off? The UK leg of the tour starts in March this okay, year. And I'm going all over the UK and Ireland, which I've not been to before. Okay. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Wang in there, baby. What if we can't get to tour, Phil? Where could we experience some Phil Wang? I have a Netflix special on Netflix called Philly Philly Wang Wang. Um, you, can, you might have noticed the theme with my titles. Yeah. I, just, um, I just want to meet your mum when you say, yeah, this is what it's called. Mum. Really like, wang 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 wang. Like, really? Yeah, really? <laughs> I have a master's degree. It's yeah. crackers. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, Philly Philly Wang Wang on, <laughs> yeah. on, on Netflix. We will check that out and we'll come see you on tour. Yeah, please Definitely. do. We will. Yeah, we'll we will. go get dinner. Fried chicken afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Right, we'll we'll actual you. fried chicken. If you yeah. play your cards right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Phil Wang, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Phil. If you would like to recreate today's dish for your friends or family or maybe a stranger in the street, head to waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. That is where you'll find all the meals we've ever made on the podcast. Follow Dish wherever you get your podcast so you'll get it delivered to your device every week. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a great review. If you don't, listen to something else. (laughs) We can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela, wherever they are, to dish at waitrose.co.uk. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.